Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can follow us on Facebook or visit our website at BeatitudesChurch.org. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society. I've had several people tell me after I've been up here in Tony's spot that they like the stories that I tell. Well, I'm not gonna disappoint you because I have some stories today too. So it's 1985 and my wife and I, uh, I received a call to a church in uh, Kapa'au, Hawaii. I've told you about Hawaii before too. This is a Hawaii story. So we moved in October and of course, Thanksgiving was in November. My kids were just barely getting adjusted. I've got three little kids, let's see, fourth grade, second grade, and preschool. And we were invited to the home of a retired Hawaiian Airlines pilot who was a Japanese American. So we went to their home. The first thing we did, we were offered sushi and sashimi and roast duck and koi and all sorts of poopoos. Poopers are like hors d'oeuvres in Hawaii. And on the way home, all three kids said, that wasn't Thanksgiving. Where's the turkey? Where's the mashed potatoes? Where's the cranberries? So they didn't really have a Thanksgiving that year. When I was a kid, high up on the, and I'm not sure why I was up there, high up on the kitchen wall was this big ball of dust. You know, it was dust and, I don't know, hair, and we had dogs, and, but that's all you could see was this big ball of dust. Well, what I found out years later was that underneath this ball of dust were the wishbones of numerous Thanksgiving turkeys. And my father would put that wishbone up, never saw him do it. He would always put that wishbone up, hanging on a, or hanging on a nail up on the kitchen wall. Thanksgiving Day, 1989. My former wife, uh, Kathy, and I uh, were having Thanksgiving dinner. She's an ER nurse. She was an ER nurse. And she was stirring the gravy when she got a call to come into work because there, she had to care for, in the emergency room, victims of a multi-car, multi-truck pileup on interstate fog Interstate 5 in the fog in Fresno, California. Any of you have been in the wintertime in the Central Valley of California, it is socked in with fog. So these pileups were not unusual. This one was on Thanksgiving Day. 16 people died in that wreck, some of whom were on their way to their family dinners. Kathy got home around midnight. Then there was the year the turkey exploded. Have you ever seen a turkey explode? It's, it's not pretty. It's not pretty at all. And of course, there was a time that my brother-in-law nearly sliced his finger off cutting carrots. He too ended up in the emergency room on Thanksgiving Day as a patient. And on the morning of Thanksgiving Day in 2010, my father died. Although that day falls on different dates in November, our family always remembers that Thursday. 
and of course him on every Thanksgiving. We do tend to romanticize Thanksgiving Day as, as if it were magical and all sweetness and light, which is fine. And we do that with most of our holidays in, in one way or another. But we also know that real life does not take a vacation, even if it is marked on our calendars. I imagine we all remember our Thanksgivings that didn't exactly fit into the Norman Rockwell image of the multi-generational family gathered around the dining room table and this massive turkey sitting on a platter in the middle of it. I suspect too that at least some of us will be missing a loved one or two as we come together as a family this year, missing for any number of reasons, maybe just temporarily, maybe permanently. Yet every year we get together as much as we can and have a meal. There may be only two or three of us. We may be invited to join another family. We may be gathering with friends. We may be traveling. We may be in our own home. We may be in a restaurant. We may be even in a nursing home with our loved one. Hopefully, we won't be alone. As Lucy read today's lesson, there were many instructions that Paul was giving us to respect those who work for us. A very interesting instruction in the middle of these elections in this hyper-political world that we live in today. He instructs us to be at peace among ourselves and that a little bit of that respect goes a long way in that one. Keep one another in check by speaking the truth, by encouraging one another, helping one another, and being patient with one another. Don't repay evil for evil, but try to do good. Express joy, and don't forget to pray. And in all things, give thanks. Sometimes that last one is the toughest. Giving thanks in all circumstances. One common Thanksgiving table ritual is for each of us to, who are seated there to go around the table and we each say something that we're thankful for. Not, not too hard, we sort of expect to do that. Maybe we're thankful for our family, we're thankful for good health. Maybe we're thankful just that just that we're all to be together again another year on Thanksgiving Day. There is no end to our blessings. If we, as the old Sunday school song says, name them one by one. Most of us here are the fortunate ones on the planet. We are apt to take our blessings for granted. How do we give thanks when our home is a tent in an alley off of Jefferson Street downtown? How do we give thanks when rockets are flying over our heads and into our homes in the Ukraine? How do we give thanks when our fields are drying up, the fields that produce our food? How do we give thanks when there is trouble in our governments and people are rioting in the streats when their, their rights are being taken away?
It is, of course, easier to count our blessings when we are safe and warm and have a table full of food in front of us. Let me suggest we go a little bit deeper into our blessings that might help us not take them so for granted. Georgiana and I had a neighbor, neighbor whose name was Charlie. One story about Charlie, he had a St. Bernard. And this isn't a little condo, I want you to know. So Charlie had this St. Bernard that was, I mean, you know how big St. Bernards are. Well, we would see Charlie walking to St. Bernard down at the end of the, of the street that went by our house, and we never yelled at Charlie, or we never yelled at Gibson the dog to say hi, because if Gibson saw us and we waved to him, he would take off and he would drag Charlie all the way down the street. Well, Charlie was, uh, he worked for the, uh, you know, or the Arizona Supreme Court. I'm not sure what his job was, but he worked in the Supreme Court. And Charlie was 25 years old and going blind. We can be thankful that we have eyes that see. When my sister was in high school, she ran track. And she had a friend who came over one day and was sitting across the room, probably from here. It was quite a ways, maybe from where I am to the first pew over there. And we had this conversation. And I found out later that she was totally deaf, total hearing loss. She was reading my lips. And in fact, when they ran track together, she had to look for the smoke that came out of the starting gun. They used starting guns in those days to see when to run because she couldn't hear the shot. So we can be thankful that we have ears that hear. When I was 30, I was married and had a couple of kids already. My parents lost a child, my much younger brother, when he was 12 years old in a home accident. I can't imagine their pain. We can be thankful for our healthy children and grandchildren. Millions of us suffer from memory loss and other signs of dementia some mild, some severe. We can be thankful that our memories and our brains still work pretty well. Many of us have strange, strained relationships in our families due to alcohol use or, or other drug abuse, political differences, and any number of issues that, that cause us all kinds of hurt and pain in our families. We can be thankful for our families who, for the most part, get along. I'd be surprised if these sorts of things get mentioned around the Thanksgiving dinner tables, but they are blessings nevertheless. My prayer for us this Thanksgiving is that we remember the little blessings, the ones we so easily forget, the gifts that God has given us that we don't think about maybe at all, until perhaps we lose them. Our senses of sight and sound, the love shown to us by our friends and our families, the good fortune we have were to live where we live and to have plenty of walls and safety around us. When we think about it, it isn't hard to give thanks.
in all things. For in all things we can find blessings, even in the tough and tragic times. God has made us resilient, able to withstand even the most horrific circumstances. We are seeing examples all around the world of people in danger and who are suffering in ways we can't imagine. Yet they discover blessings amidst the darkness. Our call is to look for the blessings in our own lives, blessings that God has given us, perhaps especially to look for them when things aren't going our way. They are around us, they are within us, and they far outweigh our troubles. Our thanksgiving then this week is to give honor and praise to the Divine One, for it is from that source that all of our blessings flow. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can help us to continue this program by making your donations at beatitudeschurch.org backslash online dash giving. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society.